Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello again, I'm John Gidley, and welcome to another trip into the football attic. Today we're going to talk about a star-crossed running back from the early 1970s by the name of Dave Hampton, who twice came up agonizingly short in his pursuit of 1,000 rushing yards in a single season. First, a little backstory. Running for 1,000 yards in a single season used to be a pretty big deal in the NFL. It makes sense when you consider that there were fewer regular season games in which to pull it off. During the 1950s, the NFL regular season lasted 12 games. If you ran for 1,000 yards in a dozen games, it means you averaged 83 yards per game. Even when the schedule expanded to 14 games in 1961, it was still an impressive tally. The Atlanta Falcons were a team that took quite a long time to feature a 1,000-yard running back. Founded in 1966, the Falcons started out slow, as most expansion teams do. They only won six of their first 42 games. Atlanta rarely showed any semblance of offense in those early years. Case in point, over their first six seasons, the most rushing yards a Falcons running back tallied in a single season was 722, achieved by Junior Coffey in both 1966 and 67. In the 1972 offseason, Atlanta signed running back Dave Hampton. Hampton was drafted by the Green Bay Packers in the ninth round of the 1969 draft out of the University of Wyoming. In his rookie year, Hampton played well, scoring four rushing touchdowns, the same total as Green Bay's starting running back Travis Williams. In 1970, Hampton only played in six games, tallying just over 100 yards with no scores. He played a full slate in 1971 and scored three touchdowns, but his carries were dwarfed by the tandem of Donnie Anderson and rookie John Brockington, who combined to run for over 1,800 yards and nine touchdowns. A change of scenery, however, was all that Hampton needed. The best game of Hampton's career came on October 1, 1972, when the Falcons hosted the Los Angeles Rams. He ran for 161 yards and two touchdowns in an easy 31-3 win for Atlanta. Although he wouldn't come close to duplicating that single-game effort, Hampton played methodically the rest of the year. By the season finale, he was right on the doorstep of becoming the first 1,000-yard rusher in Falcons franchise history, needing only 70 yards to reach the mark. Their final game was at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. It was such a big occasion that NBC's lead announcing team, Kurt Gowdy and Aldi Rogatis, were on hand. Okay, truth be told, Dave Hampton probably wasn't the reason why they were there. It had more to do with the fact that they had called a Colts-Dolphins game in Miami the previous day, and a game in Atlanta the next day didn't require a lot of traveling. In the middle of the fourth quarter, sitting at 999 yards, Hampton got the one yard he needed. It was at this point that you would have thought the Falcons won the Super Bowl. The sellout crowd at Atlanta Stadium rose to give Hampton a standing ovation. His teammates came onto the field to congratulate him. Get this, they even stopped the game for a midfield ceremony in which Hampton was given a trophy and the game ball as Atlanta's first ever 1,000-yard runner, all while there was still time left in the game. The next time the Falcons had the ball, disaster struck. With a game-time temperature of only 33 degrees, there were some icy patches on the field. 
Quarterback Bob Berry unfortunately found one of those icy patches while trying to pitch the ball to Hampton. He got it away, but Hampton was tackled for a six-yard loss. His 1,000-yard total was suddenly down to 994. Even worse, the Chiefs took up most of the remaining minutes with what turned out to be a game-winning drive. With time running out, the Falcons couldn't afford to run the ball. Hampton got just one more carry and gained only one more yard. After all the pomp and circumstance, a 1,000-yard season was not to be. Hampton's final tally in 1972 was 995 rushing yards. Fortunately for Dave Hampton, he was young, and he still had a lot of playing time ahead of him. 1973 was a brand new year. He started that year by running for 104 yards in the Falcons' 62-7 opening day humiliation of the Saints in New Orleans. Hampton would reach that triple-digit total twice more in 73, running for exactly 100 yards on October 28th in San Francisco, and 108 at home on November 19th in a Monday Night Football upset of the mighty Minnesota Vikings. With four games to play, Hampton had 750 rushing yards. His next three performances, however, were lackluster. 65 yards in a win at the Jets, and only 49 yards in consecutive games, both home losses to the Bills and Cardinals. In the Falcons' season finale at home against the Saints, Hampton needed 87 yards to, once again, try and become Atlanta's first 1,000-yard rusher. He was right on the doorstep yet again late in the game, and was handed the ball on six straight plays, but yet again, it wasn't enough. When the whistle sounded, Hampton had run for only 84 yards. His final rushing total in 1973, 997 yards. If it was any consolation, his pursuit the second time around wasn't as high profile, since it occurred on the same day that O.J. Simpson became the first player in NFL history to run for 2,000 yards in a single season. In the 1974 offseason, fate reared its ugly head again when Hampton suffered an injury at training camp sidelining him for the first five games of the regular season. He ran for 464 yards in nine games. Despite missing five games, he still led Atlanta in rushing, as the Falcons' offense wasn't just the worst in the NFL in 1974, it was one of the worst in NFL history. They scored only 111 points all season. That's seven per game. The three quarterbacks Atlanta used that year, Bob Lee, Pat Sullivan, and Kim Wilkin, combined to throw only four touchdown passes and 31 interceptions. At this point, most others would be ready to give up, but Dave Hampton knew that 1,000 yards was a goal he had to reach. On opening day 1975, despite the Falcons losing in St. Louis, Hampton ran for 135 yards and scored two touchdowns. The next week, he ran for 101 yards in a home win over the Saints. Later in the season, he tallied 106 in a home win over the Broncos. Through the first 13 games of the 1975 season, Hampton had 941 rushing yards. He needed 59 in that last game to finally get to 1,000. Ironically, the Falcons ended the year in Green Bay against Hampton's old team. It's here that you might expect me to say that he finished the game with only 57 yards, but as the old adage goes, the third time was the charm. Hampton ran for 61 yards, and even though it was by the slimmest of margins at 1,002, he still did it. After coming up short twice before and having been injured another time, in 1975, Dave Hampton became the first Atlanta Falcons running back ever to rush for 1,000 yards in a single season. Naturally, he was the recipient of that season's Comeback Player of the Year award. With the monkey finally off his back, Hampton only played one more season. After playing just three games for the Falcons in 1976, he was traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, retiring at year's end. Almost 50 years later, Hampton is still one of only 11 running backs in Atlanta franchise history to end a season with 1,000 rushing yards. Thanks for joining me for this trip into the football attic, and I hope to see you again next week. In the meantime, check out all the other great podcasts here on the Sports History Network and follow me on Twitter at JFG Sports. Until next time, this is John Gidley. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. 
You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude. And I hope that you enjoyed this recent episode presented by the Sports History Network and were able to learn some good old-fashioned sports history knowledge nuggets. I started the Sports History Network back in 2020 with the mission to help podcasters find a community of like-minded sports history nerds as well as helping aspiring podcasters to start their own shows. We have a little bit over 30 shows on the network right now covering all sorts of sports history, but as far as I'm concerned, we're just at the toothpick in the ocean moment, you know, that can't even figure it out because there's so much more coming. We wanted to create the ultimate headquarters for sports yesteryear starting with Podcast Network and our website, but we're going to continue to move into other mediums as well. And here's the cool part, because we want you to be part of our team. So if you're interested in starting your own podcast, or maybe being a guest on one of our shows, or who knows, maybe even writing an article for us over on the website. Seriously, all you got to do is reach out to us on the contact page over at sportshistorynetwork.com. You can be as technologically savvy as a Neanderthal tapping on a stone trying to figure out this whole hieroglyphics thing back in the day. Again, it doesn't matter, because even if you don't understand the whole podcast space, we have a production team that can pretty much help you out with doing everything. All you got to do, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com, head to the contact page, fill it out. That message goes right to me, and I'll reach out to you as soon as I can. But for now, dude, I'm through if you're through.